What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Tech Supreme, back with another episode of Rent Free with Tech Supreme. I am your host. You know who I am. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you like what you hear, remember to hit that like button wherever you are. Hit that subscribe button if you can. And if you feel so inclined to spread the words to people that you also know that uh, enjoy a podcast uh, like I do. Uh, without further ado, uh, I do want to say I apologize for missing last week's episode. Uh, I just got super busy and life. And sometimes uh, I really didn't have words to say to kind of uh, d- express how I was feeling about the things that were going on in the world. Uh, and actually, I had to do a little bit of research before I could hop into the uh, one of our topics today. Uh, I wanted to make sure that I gave it proper ju- uh, justice. You don't want to just talk out of the side of your neck sometimes. So, uh, again, apologize for the delay. Uh, but you're here now, and I appreciate your presence. Um, I like to start every episode off with a quick journey update. I am 36 or so days without alcohol or diet sodas with a clean eating lifestyle. Now, what that means is I'm actually paying attention to my macros. I'm trying to get 250 grams of protein a day uh, so I can build muscle and not lose muscle. Uh, trying to keep the carbs under 100 grams a day and the fats can, can fall where they lay. But we're kind of eating clean with uh, lean proteins um, and vegetables and things like that. But we're trying to do it in a fun way in which food doesn't become boring because, like, if I just eat chicken and rice every day, it's, it's a shit existence. Uh, so we're trying to make it fun and exciting. It's been working. Uh, the meals have been fun and creative. Uh, the, the, the interesting part is the alcohol part for me is because, you know, I think uh, society normalizes alcohol uh, to a point where it's... Um, I'm saying um a lot, excuse me, but it's like a, it's it's a drug. Alcohol is 100% a drug, and cases so that it's actually a more dangerous drug um, to life as other drugs are, and it's normalized. It's something that's legal. Um, people drink every single day and don't think of nothing of it, um, but it's really dangerous. So I think my views on alcohol has changed quite a bit uh, now that I'm in this mode, and I don't want to push that on anyone else, right? Like, I don't want to be like that guy. But, like, people maybe just kind of check to see what you're doing to your body, you know? Like, now that I'm more cognizant of what I'm putting into my body, I'm realizing a lot of the things that were happening to me that I kind of just wrote off as this or that was actually alcohol or, you know, even diet sodas or just bad eating with the inflammation and the way it messes with the digestive system. All these things I, I just kind of lived with. And now that I'm, you know... I'm off of, you know, the, 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 the alcohol, I feel different. I feel better. You know, I don't wake up with that, 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 that feeling that, that your body is taxed feeling. It's interesting. Um, not to say that I'm never going to drink again, but right now I just can't see it. Um, in the, in the foreseeable future, I know we're having a, a Halloween party. I may crack open a beer or two then perhaps, but, um, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure where I lie with it. I, as of right now, I have absolutely no interest in drinking. It's just not in me. Um, but uh, I do have interest in eating cheat meals. So Saturday, this Saturday, I'm going hardcore because I've been really strict this week. Uh, I've been really strict this last uh, 36 days. Um, I think I had a, one cheat meal last weekend, which was good. It was delicious. 
so yeah, it gives you something to look forward to the cheat meals. It's and it's a whole it's a whole thing with fitness and eating right. You can there's so much information out there that like you don't know what to believe. You don't know what's true, right? All I know is that when I do have a cheat meal or a cheat day, as long as I track it and I'm kind of near calorie, I will still manage to lose weight that week. So you kind of have to do what's right for you in that in that sense because there's there's a video, there's a YouTube video for every angle of it, right? There's a, a video saying never have a cheat meal. Uh, there's a video saying never have a cheat day. Um, there's videos saying that you can have a cheat week. I I couldn't do that. I would it just wouldn't help. It would just destroy everything, all the progress. And so far right now I'm down like 30 pounds or 20 uh, 30.9 pounds. Um but it's you know, weight the way it goes down is like a up and down chart trending downwards. So like, you know, one day you may have more water, next day, you know, if you had like more salt than normal, your body will, will retain water, so that could throw off your weight. Um there's no way uh eating even if you eat and you have a cheat meal. You have to you have to pull over five thousand calories in order to gain one pound of fat, and that's just math, right? Uh, each ca- each pound of fat is equivalent to three thousand five hundred calories. If your maintenance calories mine is two thousand five hundred, so I'd have to eat six thousand calories in order to gain one pound of fat in a day. So that's not going to happen. That's imp- it's almost impossible. Like you like it's literally very hard to eat that way in one day, you know, unless you're just completely just eating entire pizzas or eating entire like you have to eat a fucking lot some something that like you know no way that you could do if you're on a calorie restriction your your body won't even allow it you know what i mean because it's like your body gets full quicker when you're eating less food uh so that's my journey update it's been fun i'm loving it so far i'm loving the workouts i'm loving the life i was helping my friend ben move on saturday and he's a he's a personal trainer and he had a there's a lot of people that help him move. I've never seen that many people help one person move. And uh, that's that was awesome to see. Uh, there was literally all hands on deck. And um, one of his clients is a, is a teenager. He looks very young. Um, and it, obviously, he's a very athletic kid. He walks up to me. And he's like, hey, man, so uh, do you are you one of Ben's clients? And I'm like, no. And he's like. He was super confused. He's like, "No, I'm like, what do you, what do you, 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 you work out with him?" I was like, "You know, we used to." Um, he's like, "Well, you after you, you definitely lift. I can see that you lift." And that was just such a huge compliment to me. Like, I'm nowhere near where I want to be. Like, like with my body. So that that compliment, like of him saying, like, "Oh man, you have to lift. I can see you, you lift." It that was awesome to see. You know, uh, so I appreciate that. Um, it kind of, you know, I don't compliment people often, and because as a dude, you really can't, right? Because like. You don't want, well, I don't know. I don't know. You don't want compliments to be received in any kind of way if you're not coming from a, a negative place. So, but it is nice to receive compliments, and I and I recognize that it's nice to receive compliments. Uh, so that was a nice compliment. Um, I talked about it the rest of the weekend. Aaron was definitely annoyed at me for that, but you know, you know, it was great. So anyway, moving on. Uh, King Croc is officially here now. I don't know if you can see this in the camera, but there have been a. Uh, your boy is in the croc gang and i love them these are the ones with the the fuzzies inside so these are like complete house shoes i have i'm not gonna wear these out the house um and of course in tech supreme fashion you don't just get one pair you gotta get two pairs and if you know me you know i have this thing for lime green i don't know like neon green so i got these two now these i do wear outside the house now i do put on socks because i'm not that type of person um i don't wear my feet out in public 
But I really enjoy those Crocs, man. Like, and I'm going to get some more. And I'm going to buy Aaron some before she doesn't even know it. She's going to get some Crocs. Uh, we're going to be Croc gang. I'm King Croc and the Croc gang. It is what it is. Um, you know, I was talking to uh, 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 Nike or uh, put out an article about how the, the sneakers culture and the sneakers app has kind of ruined the shoe game. Like That's what Nike says. And I've already felt that, right? I used to get shoes from my, my homie Artifact. He used to work over on East, in East St. Louis at a, at a clothing store that got shoes, and he was my guy. So he would just, when the shoes come in, he'd put them to the side and say, this is for tech. So I used to have a, a, a crazy collection of retros, um, probably like 30 or 40 at, at the time of me like actually getting getting out of the shoe game. Um, and I still have a lot of the shoes. I sold some off, but I still have a lot of them. But like nowadays, like I don't get the joy from the shoe game. Like for one, it's a horrible investment. It's like two hundred bucks starting for sneakers, and that's fine and all. If that's what you're into, and I do love fresh sneakers, but it's just something that I just couldn't sustain because I just couldn't see the value in it. Like now, I'd rather put two hundred dollars into my business, two hundred dollars in some studio equipment or some streaming equipment. There's so many things that 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 is better for me personally than shoes. I, I guess it was just a phase in my life that now I'm now I'm out of. Um, that's my internet going out. That's awesome. But, uh, so as I get older, I realize like, I'm okay with wearing Crocs. Like they fly. Like I, I enjoy them. They're comfortable. They're functional. They're comfortable. You know, like I don't, I won't say they're fly. Right. But it's, it's comfortable shoe. It's a cool shoe. Like I don't mind it. I actually, I, I saw a pair of Amazon shoes. I bought them. There was a line, the neon green joints. I bought them. I love them. I, I'd rock them until I couldn't rock them no more because them joints got super dirty, super clean, super quick. Uh, and it's like, I don't even know how to clean them. But like, I don't mind these shoes. Like if it looks good, I'm going to wear it at this point in my life. And I still, I still bought a pair of Jordans. I walked in, into, before we went to Mexico a couple months ago, I walked up into, uh, I think Champs. In South County Mall, I said, what do you guys have? He's like, yo, we just got these. It was the Jordan 13s, the red and white joints with the, you know, the hologram on the side. I copped them. 13 or 12s. 12s, I think. You know, so I still like Jordans. I still like, I like, still like, you know, Jordans, but whatever. But I'm going to, I'm going to wear what I like now. Like, I'm not going to worry about what other people think. And that goes about with everything. You know, like, I, you know, I have a, a t-shirt with a sloth dabbing on it. I don't care. This is one of my most favorite shirts. It's comfortable as fuck. I'm going to wear it. It is what it is. I don't care about other people's opinions now, which I think I think when I was younger I did, but that 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 time is long gone. I don't give a fuck about anybody's opinion except for my wife's, you know. Uh, this topic is going to be a rough one, and I'm not even sure if I formulated my thoughts yet. David Chappelle. Now we all know that he's uh, he's anti he's transphobic. It is what it is, and one thing I don't understand is people's fascination with things that don't truly concern them. Um, and, like, you can have empathy, but, like, to, to interject yourself in the conversation, I was on Twitter today, and this ties into another another topic. So the, the third and fourth topic are kind of similar. Um, but, no, let's just stick to Chappelle. Uh, I, I watched a special. I watched it today just so I can talk about it. And it's a lot of, it is punching down. It, but like punching down and insinuates that you're better than or you're coming from a higher position and you, you're not. It's it's the point of uh, to go out of your way to be to to be transphobic seems like a really weird thing to do with your life. It's a really weird hill to die on. Like, OK, so you don't agree with it. But like what? Like. Why is why do you feel the need to to, to make that your your focus? You know, like. 
And it, uh, true, truly, if it was the, uh, a white comedian talking about black people, the, you know, we'd be up in arms. But like, I see people coming to defense of Dave Chappelle, and I, I don't think that's, I don't think that's right. I think, I think he's in the wrong. I think he's clearly in the wrong. I think his, um, the problem with it is he's, he's, and I see this a lot in the arguments of the ignorant. It's, it's a false equivalency, right? They're like, well, I'm not going to respect you because, uh, you know black people don't get respect which is it's true neither one of the groups get respect and honestly on some real shit we need to be together to try to change the world and here's here's my here's my here's a thought that i did grab i did latch on to when i was watching the special uh dave Chappelle is the angry old black man comedian at this point in his life he has to be 50 plus uh who doesn't understand the world changing around him so He's using his platform to speak these old ideologies on a massive scale, but then calling it just my opinion or calling it just jokes. One thing I know for sure that if you say, if I say a joke and I have to tell you it's a joke, the joke was not funny. Dave Chappelle's comedy, he he has some good couple good jokes here and there but most of it it seems like he's going into the shock comedian realm and i don't think he i think he was always generally just a funny comedian and a genius comedian but like at this point it feels more like a uh a publicity like he's just doing it for publicity doing it for like the shock value of it and i always i always hate that um and i i got the energy that the daphne story is more like it's, it's just like Oh, I have I have a black friend. Like when someone racist was like, I'm I can't be racist. I have a I have a black friend. Like, no, you can still be racist. You know, and he he admitted that he's claustrophobic. Like he's trans I'm sorry, claustrophobic. Transphobic. Uh so there's no there's no doubt about it. That if you support him, you're supporting someone who is openly transphobic. And that's and I, that's something I can't rock with. And I, I, I'll get in arguments all day about it. I stand by, I stand by my how I feel, what I believe, what is right. And Dave Chappelle is just wrong. Um, his jokes weren't funny. Um, it's a false equivalency comparing it to the struggle of black people. Like, there's two different struggles, two different groups of people. I, I kind of get what he was trying to say with the, like, you can go, you, like, people who are gay can, white people who are gay can just be white still. Yeah, that's, that's a whole different conversation. It has nothing to do with nothing i mean at the end of the day that's everyone's no matter what you are if you're white you can always default to white that's every that's literally everything you can be an ally and default to white you know you can be once you're white i mean nothing you do about it you know like it's it's a default and i I mean i don't know i just got negative vibes from watching it i didn't i didn't like it um i maybe laughed a few times on different parts but like i just i always question why people go so hard against a, a certain topic that like if you're you're not directly affected by it, I don't know why you're being so like why you have to spread so much negativity on it and why you have to like keep it a focus. Same thing with Boosie. I think this shit is weird. Um another thing that happened in comic books this week was it's been happening for the last few weeks, but it kind of game came to a forefront where DC Comics announced that jo- Jonathan Kent, which is going to be uh Superman Superman and Lois so Clark Kent and Lois Lane's son in the comic books is now bisexual. Now, to the average normal person, that's cool. That's what's up. But to the people who are mentally unfit for today's society, it's a problem. Why it's a problem? 
Who knows? It's a fictional character. This person came from, this alien came from a different planet, can fly around, super strength, shoot lasers in his eyes, gets a human pregnant, and this human has a son that can do the same thing, and you don't have a problem with any of that, but you have a problem with the kid's sexuality? This is about inclusion. This is about representation. Everyone is deserved to be represented. Everyone. Every group. Once you become a group, and you just want to live and survive and exist, you deserve to see yourself in that form. So why people fight that? I have no idea. So I'm going to read you this tweet by this fucking idiot. He said, um, let me, let me look at this fucking. Uh, so these, okay, the, here's the, here's the, here's the post. DC announced that the new Superman's bisexual upcoming comics. I said, imagine being pressed about this. The proper reaction is dope. Everyone deserves representation. So this guy says, make a new superhero character and make him or her gay. Why force it upon old characters? And I said, you didn't read it all. This is literally a new character, which is a new character. Um, don't know your definition of new, but he's out for some years now. But this is forced. Making a new hero and making a bisexual would be more ideal. Why does a character's sexuality have to be ideal for you, a heterosexual? Makes no fucking sense whatsoever. So I ask, why does it bother you? Why are you disturbed? He says, because it's forced. N what? Then he says, you're changing superheroes to push agenda onto kids. We should definitely educate, but this isn't the way. <sighs> I don't even know how to respond to that. But I did. I said, none of this is true. There is no agenda to, take, to turn kids into anything. That's not how sexuality works. You need education on that matter. His response, huh? Question mark. Sexuality is determined by life experience, environment, and psychology. With that being said, changing a superhero to being bi is pushing an agenda. We can definitely teach children how to accept and love all, but I just think this is doing too much. First of all, could you imagine if your environment determined your sexuality? Could you imagine if that's how it worked? That's an insane thought process, and that lets me know that this person does not understand his sexuality doesn't probably doesn't understand his own sexuality, and this is why he he uh, he hates the agenda. He doesn't understand a lot, like life experience and psychology. No, not at all. Me and my brother had the exact same childhood. Minus school, going to school and having different experiences, we were raised by the same people in the same household. He's homosexual. I'm not. Nothing to do with environment. Literally nothing to do with environment but to people who are ignorant they don't know that they can just walk around and, and get online and say the dumbest shit ever and say you know it's an agenda it's not an agenda nobody wants to turn your kids anything at all this is about representation and inclusion and we're back all right sorry about that my camera ran out of storage so these things happen uh, when you're responsible with your storage devices. Uh, we got it all squared away now, and we're back on point. Uh, what I was saying was uh, about the, the the Jonathan Kent thing. People are so weird, man. That's all I got to say about that. We're going to end it there. Uh, moving on, Kyrie Irving in the NBA. They basically... It's been an up and down story. They started saying, like, oh, he can play the away games, but he can't play in New York because New York is not fucking around. And... They, the team 
decided, the actual organization decided that, no, you cannot be a part-time player. Either you get vaccinated or you do not play for the Nets, which is unfortunate because Kyrie Irving is a very talented NBA player. I talked about him on a podcast, I think, last episode. Um, but he's making a, a choice that's going to basically affect his career right now, affect the Nets. This is a really big year for the Nets. They've uh, they've rebuilt. Everyone should be healthy. They built up a super squad. And uh, with Kyrie there, it's, it seems like with Kyrie, it's one thing or the other, right? It's one thing or another. Just get vaccinated, bro. I mean, obviously, you can't tell someone to, to get vaccinated. But, like, now that your job depends on it, now, now you're just being a, you're being a fool. I mean, at this point, it is what it is. Not too much more you can say about Kyrie Irving, man. Like, I want more from him. I want I, I want to be able to enjoy him this season. But if he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to. You can't force him. So it is what it is. The Nets will not win the NBA Finals this year if they don't get it together. Uh, this is a huge destruction for the team. This is a huge problem in the organization. It's causing. I don't think anything. Uh, I don't know. It, it sets a precedence, right? Like, you can't force him. He doesn't want to play. He doesn't want to play. That's as simple as that. If he wanted to play, he'd get the vaccine. Simple as that. You know, he has his ideologies, his ideas, but he's, but keep in mind, Kyrie Irving's a flat earther. So, you know, at one point he was convinced. I just think he likes stirring the pot. I don't know what, what his motivations are. He maybe, maybe he just doesn't want to play basketball anymore. You know, this is, uh, it's, it's interesting. Uh, now number six is another quick one meeting celebrities. I, I ran across a TikTok of this guy talking about about common, uh, because he didn't get the reaction that he wanted to out of common. And I've met Common before, super nice guy. Um, so I, in, in, in a very similar circumstance, this guy's like, uh, we performed at a show. He was one of the headliners. Uh, we waited till everyone left, and and I'm I'm a big. He was like, I'm a big Common fan. Uh, so I yelled out to him, and he ignored me. And uh, when I walked up to extend my extend my hand, uh, security pushed me away. Blah blah blah. That's not Common's fault. It's not responsibility to be, you know, super approachable at all times. It's actually nice if they are. But, you know, if you meet a celebrity, just understand that there's a human being like you and I. No one wants people running up to them and, you know, sticking their hand out. Like, no one, no one likes that. No one is is forced to, obligated to do that for you. No one is, uh, you know, I don't know. I do know. Cause I've met com- I've met celebrities who are rude. Uh, Keisha Cole was really rude when I met her. She wasn't rude to me, but she was rude to everyone. Um, but other celebrities were super nice that I've met. You know, it, it's a, it's a hit or miss. But they understand they're just humans. And I I felt like the only time I've ever really geeked out is when I met Static Majors. Now, if you don't know who Static Majors is, he's a uh, he he passed away uh, from a a doctor procedure on something that should have been typical. Should have been easy, but he passed away from it. He was the writer for and vocal arranger for uh, Timbaland. So he did a lot of stuff for Leah. You know, he was singing all over Missy stuff, Timbaland stuff. Uh, if if um, well, he was in a group called Playa, uh, which had a, a phenomenal R and B song called Cheers to You. Um, I was just a really big fan. But in my fan out was I was sitting on a couch at a DJ conference in downtown St. Louis, and he was sitting across from me, and I think Tuff was with me. And um, my this is like the height of my fan out moment. I just said, hey, thank you for everything you've done. I appreciate you. And that's it. He was like, thank you. No problem. You know, like it was super simple. I try not to act a certain way when you meet celebrities. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just like regular people. You know what I'm saying? They just have they just they're just in a, in a position, you know. Um, I've met the dude who started hip hop, Cool Hark. We sat in an office, a shrewd, and um, we, we talked about. 
hip hop today because uh, Mike Jones was popping at the time and he was like, it's crazy how Mike Jones is popping. It's, I love his record. Like, I'm talking to a dude who is credited as the person who created hip hop, dude. Cool Herc. I'm just sitting there having a regular conversation, you know? Uh, there's, there's been a, like, that job working at, in street marketing promotions. I met a lot of people in music through that, like a lot of really cool like people, like cool stories to have. Um, I've, one time I met Mike Jones. He was super cool. His mouth was blinding. I've met Paul Wall. Super cool. Uh, just thinking about the, the Texas stuff and then a bunch of R&B singers. I met Young Jock at, his, at the height of his fame and popularity. Young Jock was different. He was literally the best PR. I don't know how like public... I, what do they call it um, when they're trained for, I don't know. He was a 100% people person. He literally worked the entire room. And it was, we talked about it when after he was gone. Like, he went to each person and just had a regular conversation with them. It was spot on. But, I, you know, obviously with that job, I'm in a different position. Because, like, our job was to be with them and show them around the city. So, like, it was, it was different. So, like, it wasn't that, like, oh, hey, you know, you're walking by. I have walked by celebrities. Uh, actually, maybe two or three years ago, right before, uh, the year before the pandemic, I was at South by Southwest. Uh, it might have been two years. It might be 18, 2017, 18. Um, and um, Crooked Eye from L.A., he was walking down the street. I said, yo, Crooked, what up? And he said, what up? You know, like it's sometimes, you know, I've been I've been walking down the street with and, and Wiz Khalifa walked by. You know what I'm saying? Like those things happen. You just kind of have to just kind of be cool about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be too excited. Don't be too geeky. Don't be like too thirsty. You know what I'm saying? Like celebrities don't owe you anything. Now, one funny story is we was at the, um, we're at the pageant, uh, for a sound check for summer jam. And I was with the radio station. It's still working for Shrew, but I was with the radio station. And like, there was like five of us there and Nick Cannon walks by. He walked by one way and, and no one really tripped. And then the second time he walked by, it was real. it was really funny. He was just looking at, a, at our group. And I looked at him, and he looked, and he looked at the group, and he was like, all right, y'all, I'll see y'all later. And he was like, hey, all right, Nick Cannon, you know what I'm saying? But, like, so some people are cool like that, some people are. It just depends on what moment you catch them in. It is what it is, you know what I'm saying? But don't expect celebrities to treat you, like, special because you're a fan of their shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're just a regular human being trying to navigate this crazy world that they're in, and their world is probably crazier than all of our worlds, to be honest. I mean, I, I, I yeah, I mean, for, for, for real, you know what I'm saying? That's just crazy, but... Uh, moving on, Squid Game. Uh, this is I'm going to spoil Squid Game. I'm not going to spoil Squid Game. If you haven't seen it, watch Squid Game. It's on Netflix. It just got the best, the highest rated series in Netflix history today, like about this hour. So like, it's big. It's good. It's dubbed, so it throws you off a little bit. But actually, really good dub. Uh, I enjoyed it. We ended. I ended up. I don't like really binging things where like you watch it all at once. But I just. After the episode, there was an episode in which I got completely emotional. I just had to see it through. I had to see it through, my boy. It's too good. Um, super entertaining. Now, the first episode was kind of um, the exposition part of it was kind of shitty. But now that now in retrospect, I see where they were going with it and why they did it like that and what they were building up. Um, I ended up loving it. Uh, like Squid Game is really good. And it goes to show you that you don't need billion dollar budgets you don't need super i mean i'm sure they it was very practical right what they did like the sets were complex like they built the sets so not too much cgi there i'm sure like a lot of the 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 gratuitous violence is cgi but like you don't need big hollywood names just make a really good movie or really good show with a really good story and people will gravitate towards it like you don't have to get chris hemsworth to do this netflix show you know what i'm saying like you can get some real good shit it's just a good story. It's a, it's a really good story. 
they uh, not not giving up anything. I think it's a good story for just one season. I think it can possibly go on for more seasons. It's interesting what they do with it to, to watch. But if you haven't seen Squid Game, get on Netflix. Watch Squid Game. Tell me what you think in the comments. I loved it. I didn't like it at first. I was not with the shits. I ended up becoming attached to the characters. That There's one episode. I think it's episode six. Three times I got emotional. If you don't get emotional, you might want to go to the doctor and see if you have an inside. If there's a heart in there, if you have a soul, you might just be a zombie if you don't feel anything at that episode. It was so heavy and so good and so emotional. That show is, is fucking fantastic. Squid Game is fantastic, and I understand the hype. Uh, last thing is mental health check-ins. I, I watched the I Am Athlete podcast, and it's really inspired me to uh, check on my friend's mental health and my own mental health and my family's mental health and like just like ask how people are doing and, and like be open i think it's more so with the 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 males the men in my life because men happen to be especially from my era like we're a little guarded and a little like um repressed almost with our emotions and the way we feel and what we're thinking and like they 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 don't feel like there's anyone they can talk to. And I always want to be, the, I want to be a better friend and I want to be the friend that people can talk to, that you can talk to. Like if you have something so you can get things off of your chest. Cause a lot of people don't have that. So I always, I've been doing this thing with my friends group uh, in the, in our, in our group chat where I ask them how their mental health is, mental health check-in and everyone says that they're good or they say they're bad. And if they're bad, I want to talk about it. Like if you're good, tell us why you're good. And if you're bad, tell us why you're bad. And if you want solutions, we're here to help. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think everyone should do that. I love the fact that I'm doing it. I, I love the practice of it. Um, I love when people are honest and like, I want you to feel like a, like a safe place. I had a meeting yesterday at a, at a, at a local uh, business um, that's basically a safe place. And like the, the passion and emotion that the owner had for it was beautiful to see. Cause like, that's what we need in this world. We need safe places. We need people to feel human and normal and safe and beautiful because everyone is. Everyone's unique. Everyone's a fucking snowflake, you know, unique, different. And it's all beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I have such a big problem with people who are who are fueled by hate and fueled by these these negative thoughts about groups of people. Like, with even racism, homophobia, transphobic, um, xenophobic, all this, all the phobics. Like, I, it's, we're all unique. We're all special. We all bring something to the table that no one else can bring. The reason why Squid Game is, is amazing is because it's from a different culture. It's from a different part of the world. And they gave us this gift of art because they're unique and they're different and they think different than we do. And it's beautiful. And like that's how the world is. You know what I'm saying to me? Like That's how it should be. Where we're not divisive and we're so divisive right now like the political party is geared to be divisive like it's literally two parties there's no other country that has a two-party system it's the dumbest most divisive shit but the america's usa government it's a more divide and conquer thing that's a whole different episode you know what i'm saying like you divide and conquer it's a whole different topic but mental health check-ins that's what i'm talking about if you you know find find your safe space and 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 when you feel too too much of the world too bogged down, go to their safe space. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's your family, your friends, your loved ones, you, you know, go to them, express how you feel. No one should be pent up or have these thought or crazy thoughts by themselves because you're not alone. Nobody's alone. You know, we're all in it together. We're all on this spinning rock, floating around this hot sun together. So 
with that said that's the episode thank you for listening to rent free with tech supreme if you liked the episode please hit the like button if you're on spotify or apple submit a review if you're checking us on youtube if you just leave a comment like lol or something just leave something hit that like button show the interaction so we can get to more people i appreciate you i'll be back next week with episode 16 thank you so much for listening and have a good fucking week peace y'all Break free. Break free.